Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Uh, I just woke uh, up from the days, don't mind me, but I would love to have a conversation. Uh, I was setting goals the other day and I thought to myself, what is the motivating circumstance? What is the motivating substance that I need in order to achieve these goals that in my mind right now are unobtainable? What do I need to do to get to the end of this fucking bridge I just Casey, built in my mind? Casey, what let me tell you. Get to, bro? Let me tell oh, you, Casey. Friend. You are in a safe place. You are amongst friends. Uh, you already know who I am. I'm Sean. I will be your trusted, oh, your trusted uh, 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 a tour guide through this fucking insane, crazy process we called life. Casey, I'm so happy you're with me because you just said it. We're going to talk about motivation today. And you know what? I am the sick and suffering in the case of motivating. Uh, or staying motivated or understanding what my motivation even is or how to get it back because I've lost it. I've got it. I have it. It's gone. I got it. It's here. It's gone. Wait, I never had it. This is the world of motivation that I want to have this talk with you fucking today. It's so true, bro. It is so true. When you have it, you can't imagine not having it because like when you, it's like, like when you feel good, you can't imagine not feeling good. So like, you know, I feel good. I'm motivated. I'm going to work out and do all that shit. But then, you know, you get those bad days and it's like almost sometimes it's so bad that you're like, <laughs> I can't breathe. I don't want to breathe. I'm like, I'm not motivated to watch TV. That is a bad, well, hold on. Let's, let's, let's bring this down to a, to a, a relatable level. And I don't think we have to do this. What is motivation? I mean, what's motivation to you? Motivation, I know I keep saying this word, is to me the secret sauce that gets you to your destination. That's it, dude. It, you just said it. It's, 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 it's what the drives the human behavior. You fucking yeah, said it, dude. It's the secret sauce. Motivation is what drives humans. I mean, it sort of drives our actions and our reasoning behind our actions. So I, got, I, brought, I found a couple of fucking awesome articles that uh, I, 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 I cherry-picked through to get the information mm-hmm. that I think I kind of want to hear, need to hear, and want to share. Um, okay. The first Lay one on I have, and this is just, just going to explain, I think, what motivation is, um, as a psychologist explains. Uh, this is from an awesome website called positivepsychology.com. I'm a huge fan of psychologytoday.com, so this is like the That's sister. Awesome, I, I thought, <laughs> um, this is... This is what is motivation, a psychologist explains. So motivation has many faces and there are human desires. The simplest definition of motivation boils down to wanting. We want, we want a change in human behavior, thoughts, feelings, self-concept, environment, and relationships. So what is motivation? Motivation is an internal process. I think we can both agree on that. Right now, it's never really kind of put on us, but it definitely comes from within. Whether yeah, we define it, 
it's the inside exactly and it's 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 it it it's it it's like whether whether we define it as a drive or a need, motivation is a condition inside of us, and that's I think what is so fucking cool and terrifying about it at the same time. So uh, I found um, a really cool. So the best way to explain motivation is to show what it looks like in everyday life. Here here's an example of possible motivational reasons a person could have engaged in the exercise. So a little, I wish I could, I want to screen share it with you, but it would take five no years for me to figure out how to do it. I like listening to you talk. Exactly. I'm sorry. Trust me. Um, for the listeners out there, um, I have a chart in front of me and it says reasons, type motivation and real life examples. So if, if you want to accomplish a goal, the type of motivation is a goal. And the real life example is runners strive to run a mile in six minutes or less. So the goal is to get that mile in six minutes or less. The type of motivation is to get to the goal. And the reason is to accomplish that goal. So that kind of breaks down what motivation is. You have your reason, the action, and the outcome. You know, A, a B equals C. It's very simple. Um, Pythagorean theorem, if you want to throw that out there. I'm not a math expert, so don't, don't, don't okay. email me that Just I'm wrong, okay? Because I don't want to read that. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Um, so, so, yeah. So, motivation. That's kind of it in a nutshell. Now, this article dives down into a whole bunch of other explanations about how motivation, how, how it's defined in psychology. So motivation defined in psychology is the study of motivation in psychology revolves around providing the best possible answers to two fundamental questions. What causes behavior and why does behavior vary in its intensity? Now that is well above my fucking pay grade to get into. So I'm not, I'm not going to pretend it, but it it goes into behavior uh, engagement and from down there uh, sociology. And it's just, that's, that's out of my understanding right now. So yeah, I, no, I, I just wanted to explain kind of what motivation is on a, on a, on a real basic level. Mm-hmm. So and I, after, I agree with that shit, bro. So, so I kind of want to talk now um, briefly about what happens when you lose motivation. So mm, I know Casey, you, you've, you've experienced, can you tell me a time in your life where you've been motivated? and what that goal was. And it can be recently, it can be from a while ago, but give me, give me one year, give me one year experiences. What were you, what did you want to get accomplished? Let's start. Do you want to have a, a, a story of a time I was motivated and then at the end lost the motivation? Yeah. Or, why not? Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause that's kind of what you said. you like, you know, talking about you know, losing motivation. So, all right. I got a story um 2014 i was 24 maybe um living in syracuse new york uh i was on the streets for you accused toad uh i was on the streets bro for a long time before that you know 2012 they uh government uh made a certain drug abuse proof and in that you know instance a lot of people in the city just switched to heroin it just kind of happened overnight it was kind of no other option, no other thing that we could do that would touch the tolerance that we question mark planned. 
Was it planned? Yeah. Because they did the same exact thing with OxyContin a year or two before and then tried to act like they didn't realize the spike of heroin users directly after creating a pill that's so strong it shouldn't exist, but it does. That's a whole other story. Right. But anyway, so different, different podcast. You know, getting, in, getting in on that, bro. 2014, I had finally gone to, you know, gone to um, inpatient rehab for the second time. And it's the first, like, first time I went to detox, they didn't let me stay for inpatient. Second time I go to detox, they let me stay for insurance bullshit. So they let you, you know, they're like, hey, you have to go um, fail two times out there before we'll let um, insurance pay for you. That's literally what they told me. You, you mean have die? You mean fucking OD and die? So literally what? Leave, come back and then leave again and then come back. And that second time, then they'll pay for it. That is literally the way insurance worked back and then. I'm not sure how it is now, but that's neither here nor there but insurance companies are fucked um so i got inpatient 28 days i decided to go to a halfway house after bro and i was determined i was up to that point using for you know multiple years i just went to alaska to quit and get away from everything and also work and while i was up there i got really sick i caught this rare blood disorder called aplastic anemia because my body and mind were not in a good place, I think the drug use and then quitting all of a sudden going to such a remote place and all those extreme, like, you know, hazardous, like, um, conditions I was in, you know, being in the ocean, I was scuba diving for gold, but, um, three weeks up there, I got really sick. And then I started going to rehab in the beginning of 2013. That was a seven year cycle that ended up where I am now. But anyway, so second time around 2014, go to rehab inpatient 28 days, decided to do a halfway house. I was so into this bro like i was I, I didn't cheat i didn't lie i didn't bring fake piss i didn't you know try to pull a fast one i was really wanted to stop i thought i didn't want to do it anymore i didn't really want to stop but i knew that what i was doing was not good so i went to inpatient go to a halfway house halfway house is seven to ten months depending on how good you do right got a good friend in there a kid that i went to school with me and him ended up clicking and we did everything together went to all our groups I was doing really good. I was in five day a week groups, three hours, five five days a week, three hours a day. Did that for three months. Then they downgrade you to four days. Then they downgrade you to three days, so on and so forth. I completed everything, bro. I went through the hoops perfectly. My boy was on probation. I wasn't on probation yet. My boy was on probation, but we're both doing good. We got, he got a job mowing lawns. I got, he got me a job with him. He had a vehicle. I drove it. He drove it. We had a vehicle. Living at the halfway house, we had to park it down the street. But like, you know, we we were doing good, but we had jobs, we we're making money, we were make, bending the system to our will, basically, because they're like, oh, well, you shouldn't be doing that. Like, well, we're gonna, you know, we got a job, we're making money, we're doing good, and they accepted it because we were doing positive shit, right? My boy ends up going back to jail, right? I get out of this. So, so forget I said that. So August of 2014, me and him are working every day together, doing everything together. He goes to report to probation one day. I literally am outside waiting for him. I don't, he never comes out. I'm in his car. Uh, he never comes out. So what happened was um, he had a, a tooth issue, really bad tooth pain. They gave him medication. He probably shouldn't have got it, but he wasn't going to touch it. The one night his mouth hurt so bad. And I believe him because, you know, the dude was one thing, but he wasn't a liar. He fucking, he took one and then he went to probation. I mean, he wasn't a liar when it comes to something, but he lied to his PO. That one lie to his PO was like, all right, you lied about one thing. Everything you told me is a lie now. You're going to jail. They gave him eight months, right? 
that I lost my buddy, my right hand man. We were driving down to New York City and getting our medication for our back because that's the only way we could find a way to do it and still have our job and do what we needed to do. So I had five hundred dollars in my pocket. I gave the car back. I had my own apartment set up, right? I literally had my own apartment. My boss that we're working for let me um do up rent the upstairs apartment for him. He was gonna do unemployment for the winter, so I would just pay him with that. And in the summer, we'd grind and work seven days a week, mowing lawns, making like $1,000, $1,500 a week sometimes. It was really good stuff. But losing Nick, my boy, if you're out there, Nick, I fucking love you, bro. He, you know, went to jail. And I kind of was in a position where I was like, yo, I literally was going up this mountain, going, going, going. At the tippy top is where, like, I would finally achieve that freedom of wanting to maybe have a better life. The second I got, like, an inch away, bro, that Nick thing happened, right? So I am in my halfway house. I, I'm, so today, say I'm leaving Friday. It's Wednesday, right? Net Wednesday night, I'm sitting there. I don't know what to fucking do. Wednesday, Friday, I graduate. I already got the apartment set up. My whole family's so proud of me. Everyone, I'm doing so good, bro. I'm killing it. I've got like fucking eight months under my belt. Doing great. I literally, Thursday night, I found one of the guys in the house. I knew that knew where to go because I know where to go. But when you're out of the loop for a bit, shit changes, right? So I'm on the West side. I literally self-sabotaged everything I did, bro, for like, like, I don't really know how to explain it. I'm sure people out there understand self-sabotage. And when you kind of, it's not like I didn't think I deserved good things. It's like, bro, I was so close to having it. But I was so comfortable in my zone of chaos and failure and all this shit that I was so used to for so many years that like that was almost scary compared to what I was doing. Wow. And it's like to think that good things are scary because you've been experiencing nothing but bad things for so long. It fucking it's in retrospect, bro. It's terrifying. But the only thing I knew how to do at that time to feel better was get right. And fucking I was shooting dope, bro, for years before I went there. So I ended up walking with this guy, walked and found a spot, got some P and some M, some Coke and some dope. I was on Suboxone. So I took a Suboxone that day. So I knew, I knew I was off for eight months, bro. And I like if drug addicts, like, you know, you know, if you're willing to like wait an extra day, it's going to be better. I knew that if I did it, it wouldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I knew that. I and went you still uh, that's the that's well that's the, the house. that's I the have all beast, my man. bro I have that's all my bags packed in this little room I've been living in for months all my bags packed all my shit's ready to go I'm in here with a fucking needle shooting up coke then I shoot up the dope and yeah the coke whatever but like dude I was on suboxone you don't like, box your receptors I had the smidgen of a like ooh something that was enough to awaken everything bro the second I was about to it's, achieve yeah, what I really man. wanted and get a chance to be on the outside well, and have freedom. That's a I, whole, that's a bro. whole fucking background of like you knowing it's there and then not working on the underlying issues that made it pop up in its first fucking incarnation or second incarnation. So like, if you're not working on those steps, you know, and not bro. to say steps under, under quotes, like right that there, sense, but, but like, it's yeah, doing pushups. Right. It's doing pushups while you're fucking while you're not paying attention to it if you don't fix the problem or identify a problem it might not be what you think but there is a reason you do what you do i found out i was very curious at first it was curiosity and me and me wanting to uh 
just kind of no. I heard my I heard somebody talk about uh, oh this makes you feel good. Oh, it makes you feel good. <laughs> I, I found it. I took the pill. It made me feel good. You know what I mean? Then like that that was my motivator. I just was yeah. curious. I wanted yeah. to know curiosity. And then, and the then, innocence yeah. it was like it was like ah what's the big deal? Because it was before that big you know check your cabinets and the big pill like craze. Uh, I know. It was right before I, it, I, bro. Yeah. I was a freshman in high school, and then you know it just it escalated to a point. Where like no matter what I wanted to do, no matter what goal I might have set for myself, I would either self-sabotage or pick, you know, one over the other every time because I really wasn't working on what deep down what does Casey want and what is Casey willing to do to get that. I was so focused on, you know, the drug and getting right and figuring out this and just trying to make everyone else happy. I didn't exactly. really want to stop, bro. Because you're working, I, you're working for other people though. Like you're, bro, you're literally, you're getting outside, you're getting gratification from outside sources. And that, that, um, has been a reoccurring theme on this show that when we, when we seek out so outside gratification, we're not paying attention to what's happening inside and we're neglecting it. And when the outside stops coming, we collapse because there is no foundation there is no concrete. We're building with fucking uh, uh, cards. We're, it's a house of cards. Yeah, so on the outside, it looks fucking good, but you get inside, it's, it's you can blow it over in a second. It just takes that to make yeah. it go away. So I mean, I can I can completely fucking relate to you because I have that same goddamn story. Maybe I didn't lose a friend, or it wasn't that particular substance or that particular time, but I've been there on that the fucking scenario. Where it's just like, I'm going to, I'm going to do it this time. I'm going to make this happen. But instead of like an occurring event, it was more like a chain of events that one after the other demoralized me just enough to stop caring. Like, for example, I I was, this is many, many, many years ago. And I I had been clean for, for some certain time. I had a job. And I had a car and my, my license and everything. And it was just like, uh, it was one thing after another with, with like outdated court cases. And eventually it caught up with me and I ended up owing money and I had no money. And then I ended up like having a drink that night and that one drink and not to sound cliche, but I had like a drink and I got a DUI from it. And it's just, uh, that was a whole nother chain of events that, that, you know, yeah, I, I blame on that, but you know, it's, 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 I think, and especially to, to bring it, to bring this conversation back to right now in modern times, um, I think it's very easy to become unmotivated. I think it happens subconsciously and it happens even when we're, when we're paying attention. Um, yeah. like for, for example, um, I, I, to be current events right now, I, uh, and we just talked about this, um, uh, working out and eating healthy. Um, it's awesome that you have, you have a level of accountability there. I mean, uh, Casey, you told me earlier that you and your girl were eating healthier and taking care of yourself better. Yeah. And there's a level of accountability because she is there and you're not by yourself able to lie to yourself and deceive yourself. You got someone else kind of like, all right, yeah. let's, let's it's, make sure this happens. Helps. And that, really that, helps. that definitely helps. Um, for example, I set those same goals for myself, but Casey, guess what? There's nobody watching me. There's nobody. It's just, so I fucking give up. 
I don't give up. So I just, yeah. Dude, it's like, it's Ops. like, you're not giving up, but you're justifying why you're not doing it. Yes. At that point. Yes. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm not going to quit, but I'm just not doing it right this second. Right now. It's not, it's I'm easy. Tired. I can do it. I'm just not going to do it right now. I can do it later. I'm, I'm going to do this right now because I, I deserve it. I can chill. Like, bro, <laughs> tell yourself whatever the fuck you want and need to, <sighs> to get it. Because, you know what? Until I met her, I was the same way for, dude, the whole time, you know, I had, two relationships that ended very badly because of drugs and all sorts of nonsense that were very short i've been with her three years i've been clean for a year and a half before i even met her and like all those things really helped but like bro like i couldn't really start setting goals for myself until i had the foundation right yeah dude i was caught in the system i was caught in this machine in this wheel i went to rehab i remember the first time i went there and i'm on the phone my dad he's like i hope you don't ever go back here because like there's no way i'm coming back here they call it a revolving door what do you mean a revolving door like, <laughs> dude, yeah bro i went there five times five times five years in a row about money it. they helped me out they they're the ones that helped me in the end. sbh i think they changed the name now to some other weird shit but they're the ones that helped me get to albany which ultimately helped me get to where i am now but dude, like when it come get back to like talking about setting goals, like I would try before I got I got clean um October 19th, 2017. Keep the tap. <laughs> True, there it is. It's the tree of life, which he's showing me right he's now. One of the greatest artists in this fucking world. But anyway, that's besides the point. I had I, you know, I'm 30 years old, bro. I got clean when I was 26, 27. All, every goal and anything I ever tried to obtain up to that point from the four, cause I started doing drugs at 14, like opiates, 14, 26, like that whole time, everything that I tried to do that was like long-term, like college, getting my real estate license, um, anything that I was like getting my yearbook, getting my high school senior pictures done, all that shit went out the window. I didn't even, like, my grandfather was six, so my dad wasn't around as much. My senior got fucked. But, um, dude, like, just, I, I didn't, all these festivals I wanted to go, I, I showed everyone dubstep. I was one of the first people in my friend group, which was like, you know, all our friend group. Like, I brought a lot of dubstep into it. Like, you know, I would bring the CDs into people's cars and, you know, music festivals, all these huge events yeah. that I wanted to go to, setting goals to go, bro. I didn't go for 10 years because I was so caught up in, you know, that lifestyle. Obviously, while you're, you know, an active, you know, you know, if you're active using drugs, it's very difficult to do anything else with substance now that i had that epiphany on that day now that i've had clarity for so many years in order to see what do i really like what do i really want to do how can i know what i want to do if i haven't been sober or clean or had a clear yeah. head mind long enough to think about what i want to do because i never knew what i wanted to do that's why i never really was like oh i'm gonna be this I never had that, bro, until I fucking got my shit right. I want to be a photographer. I want to make videos. I want to be, quote unquote, an influencer in a way just to be at that level where I can make enough to survive without having to go get a job that doesn't help me in any way, shape, or form other than the small amount of money they pay me. Like, bro, make a profit for someone else, yeah. <laughs> 500 bucks a week, which isn't bad, but in California, 
That's nothing, bro. That's minimum wage. That's nothing anywhere. Stop, stop. That's bro, nothing bro, anywhere. $400 a month. That's nothing anywhere. $500 nothing a week. Here, Go fuck like, yourself, America. More, bro. Like gas is a dollar more out here than it is there. Rent is like triple, quadruple the prices I've ever seen. But, you know, it is what it is. I knew what I was getting to when I came here. I came here for a reason. And I always told myself, I'm not going to let money be the reason I don't do something that I want to do. That yeah, is we, not, we, we, like, yeah. bro, money being, like, when people say, like, they, oh, what do you really want to do? do? Where do you want to live? Oh, I would love to go here, and I would love to live in Hawaii, but it costs more. It's like, bro, you don't want to live there bad enough, because people <laughs> live there. Tons of people live there, and yes, it might be tough, and yes, it's a lot of money, but, bro, you're going to let money be the reason you don't want to live your life yeah, the way you want to Yeah, it's not your fear. You know, it's someone so else's. I'll tell you what the fuck you want to do, and you're going to settle for Well, here, less. let's, I, what, I know like, settle, bro. What so let's talk about like let's 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 jump back a bit here. You know, yeah. I found another awesome article. It's called What Happens When You Lose Motivation and Burnout? Question mark. This is from Medium Medium. I think it's called it's medium.com. Uh this this is it's called Mind Cafe. And this is by Simon Spichak. Thank you, Simon. Oh, that's my boy, Simon. Um, so I'm I'm just gonna read verbatim the first part of this, um, because uh, he explains it much better than I think I could in my own words, uh, which is why I'm I'm bringing Simon on board right now. Uh, there's something especially daunting about working while you feel burnt out. No matter how hard you try and focus, you can't seem to find the motivation. Instead, you cycle through fatigue, self-loathing frustration. Anytime you actually manage to work and stop procrastinating, it makes you feel even worse. And there is an absurdity in the repetitive tasks that we need to do over and over again. And it reminds me of a tragic figure in Greek mythology. And this is actually one of my favorites, but um, Sisyphus, a mortal who betrayed the gods. Though his misplaced confidence, he believed he could outsmart even Zeus. Hades, the god of the underworld, devised a frustrating punishment. Sisyphus would need to roll a massive boulder up a hill. <laughs> Hades enchanted the boulder to roll away just before reaching the top. So every time Sisyphus got to the top, up oh, there the boulder goes back down. Sisyphus has wow, to do it again. So <laughs> You're right. So the repetitiveness about that, it's it's. I mean, the, the, so right. The point is, Sisyphus continued despite the extreme exhaustion repetition. Sisyphus does it for all eternity. He never stops. That motherfucker is motivated. Holy shit. Because Casey, you, you push that, you've pushed that boulder up the hill. And when it falls back down, Casey, excellent point. I was playing Dragon Quest 11 on my Nintendo Switch the other day. Um, shout Dragon Quest 11. Excellent Dragon fucking game. Um, I got to a boss battle that I thought I could handle. You know, I, I stopped following the storyline and started jumping around. I got, to, and I'm sorry, uh, Dragon Quest Eleven is an RPG where you have characters and you you grow levels. I'm sure my entire listener base knows what a fucking RPG is, but if you don't, uh, you you have characters that you that you play throughout the entire game and you raise their abilities and make them uh, level up. Is what we call it, uh, grow and experience. So yeah, I got to this awesome boss battle. And it was like, it was epic. It took me like 30 minutes to get like through the first half of it just to die at the beginning of the second half. I took that controller and I was about to fucking throw it and be like, I fucking quit video games. Fuck 
my motivation went from I can beat this game right now to I hate all video games. I hate all games. Get the fuck away from me. I'm going to read a book. I'm going to light an N64 on fire and throw it through your window. Sisyphus, Sisyphus, if you're listening, um, I completely relate to that struggle. Yo. (sighs) Ditto, ditto. Dude, like, I swear to God, I wish, man, we can have so many podcasts because there's so many awesome (laughs) situations. Dude, um, that's why Amongst Friends is here, because the conversation is never over. Because you know what, Casey? We will never be perfect. We're always going to have faults. We're always going to fuck up. And we should always try and understand our fuck ups. And always fun to talk about, man. Exactly. So Amongst Friends is here for the long term, even if, even if, I, I forget, or I can't think of something to talk about. You and everyone else will have plenty of fucking oh, things to talk about. Con- there's plenty of content, quote unquote, or like topics that, because like, you know, bro, our world is so big and ever changing and so in your face all the time. You can't help but. Well, yeah, let's, I mean, I, 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 I want to I kind of get into that a little bit. So like, I mean, here, t- to finish off this article a little bit, um, unlike Sisyphus, our brains aren't wired to these types of tasks. And he's referring to pushing the boulder repetitively up and down that hill. Humans grow. We, we get tired of repetitive monotony uh, real quickly. So unlike Sisyphus, our brains aren't wired for these types of tasks. We burn out. We scream at our laptops. Oh, my God. I just scream at my, my controller. My, my, all right, sorry. Uh, we scream at our laptops and briefly consider... destroying them oh we lie down because we can't force ourselves to get up and keep keep working cognitive neuroscience now provides a better understanding of this process what keeps us motivated have you ever thought about how badly you really need to go to the gym i did i not just say this okay so have you ever thought about how badly you really need to go to the gym or how much you need to study. When you ponder these great decisions, your brain may be performing a cost benefit analysis, integrating information from our environment, our past and our current psychological state, your neurons fire, weighing the effort of doing these tasks compared to the perceived reward. So right there, your brain, and the human brain is amazing. It always looks for shortcuts. It's always looking for a way to burn less calories and be more efficient. Your brain mm-hmm. is now going through a neural fucking uh, relay of going, hey, does the, does the goal outweigh the effort put forward? And I believe what this article is saying is uh, nine times out of 10, your brain is going to be like, hey, man, it's a lot of work. Or kind of nothing. So you shut down. You shut down right away. Um, burnout, burnout is a topic I want to do for a later episode. So I'm going to stop with this article right now because um, although I, I think burnout is, is real prevalent in our culture right now, especially our age group, um, yes, I have loved cool. ones who are burnt the fuck out right now. And it is crippling for everyone in their in their social yeah network. man you can read it on them and it affects you bro because it's affects, like, yeah. like negative energy is it's just it's energy homie like negative energy is negative especially energy. if you love them and you spend time with them like you can't help it bro like you it's, can't it's, help but affect each other nature. 
if you're a good, I mean, you know, quote unquote, a good person, if you like, you know, if you got love for the people you care about and that person's going through something bad or burnt out or in that negative state, bro, you can't help but have it affect you. You could try to spread all your positivity on top of them as much as you want, but there's still a part of that that hits you, man. That's why it's impossible to be 100% positive all the time. The secret, the law of attraction, positivity attracts positivity, negativity attracts Amen. negativity. Amen. If you could be nothing but positive and put out nothing but positive vibes and energy, 100%, nothing but good things would happen to you. It's, just, it's a fact. Dude, it's just how you don't it. know That's how many people you affect. It's impossible to have 100%. You could have 99.9.9, but that 0.001% is still enough to make you have these challenges and like, you know, like, bro, what, what, what moment in your life do you remember the most? Do you, I mean, as far as like, you know, growing, is it the time that you, you know, got a hundred on your test or is it the time that you fucking overachieved, uh, huge, like went through a very, like, you know, quote unquote, maybe got kicked out of school for the day for some bullshit that like ended up causing a, a train, uh, snowball effect of you getting in a fight with your pops. And then next thing you know, you're fuck school and then you stay back long enough and you realize oh my god school is kind of important and then it could come back but like those things are growing moments you don't grow from winning you feel good but you don't grow it's, the it's same the way struggle you yeah you're right struggle and going through pain and it sucks a lot of people go through struggles their whole life really bad and they never make anything of it and then there's other people for example us that have gone through very shitty things but also turn those things not only into like not like letting them told them back, but that's the ammo and the fucking well, yeah. power that I, I mean, there's a, there's a whole quote, uh, there's a whole speech, uh, dedicated or I think Alan Watts actually, um, great philosopher, check him out sometime. Alan Watts. Um, Alan I think he has, he has a great, uh, I mean, to, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to butcher it and, and, and mint, um, put it into one sentence. It's not the, it's not the end result. It was, I mean, life isn't about getting to the end. It's about experiencing the journey the way there. And you have to experience that. And he fucking, I, I'll, I'll send you the link, dude. Um, he has a great fucking talk where he's like, and he goes into it like, and it, it I, again, I can't even paraphrase it because it's, I'm going to butcher it and, and yeah, myself and now later. You're gonna, yeah, I'll check but, it out though. But dude, yeah. that's, dude, in layman, I mean, it's to simple it up, bro, that's exactly it, homie the journey man and people like it's not that people don't realize that it's just it's not given to us like that like you know like our society doesn't really say that as much as they say like you know you got to no. start and do all this stuff in the beginning and then good things will just happen they don't no. explain our society is very it's very one way where they believe that privilege doesn't grant you the fucking only key to success that it's yeah, your it attitude and you know what I, I'm not going to sit here and, and yell at, at, at my circumstances anymore. So we're going to yeah. save that talk for society another day as well. Um, yeah. I so get, what, back, what, get back on the goals thing. Yeah, first. here. So oh, right? I found, I found another, do. I found another article and this is, this is the basic. I sent you this article. This is the basic of what I want to talk about today. This is from lifehack.org. How? Right to stay motivated and reach your big goals in life. This is That's one of my favorites. Uh, Casey, want, Casey, you've been here on my show before. You know, I love listicles. I love going through one to 10. 
how do we relate and how can we compare and how can we make it better? So I have right here, I believe uh, 10, 10, 10 points on how to stay motivated and reach your, your big life goals. So I'm just going to go through these like we've done before. And you and me, we're going to spit over, over what we agree with and what we disagree with. Um, and, and we're going to, we're going to go from there. So to I get a little, I'm a top 10 fiend. <laughs> no, top 10s on YouTube. I watch Simon Whistler all the time. Watch him all the time. Uh, thank you, Simon. Um, so, so how to stay motivated and reach your big goals in life. This is, uh, I think the article is by Glebry. Glebry. It's a motivational expert who pro- offer practice. Yeah, wait a second. So um, I'm just gonna give you a, I'm, still, I'm just gonna kind of read it again verbatim and, and uh, we'll, go, we'll go from there. So yeah. it's hardly secret that the key to successfully accomplishing one goal after another is learning how to stay motivated. There are, of course, tasks, which successful people may not like at all, yet they find motivation to complete them because they recognize how particular the task at hand serves the greater good. So let's jump into it. Number one, find your good reasons. Anything you do, no matter how simple, has a number of good reasons behind it. You may not be able to find reasons to do some tasks at first, But if you take just a few moments to analyze them, you will easily spot something good. Now, we can do this right now for all of our goals. And this is enough motivation for me in the short term to keep this going. So what are some of those good reasons? Uh, I got a couple here for you, Casey. And let's, 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 let's see what these are. So you got some kind of ideas for good reasons can be rewards. This may come in a form of money, salary, raise, for example, or some kind of award, personal gain. You can learn something new and improve yourself in a certain way. Accomplishment, achieving a feeling of accomplishment and recognition for achieving a goal can be a huge motivating factor. And the last one, a step closer to the bigger goal, even as a big accomplishment in history have the small, have started in small and relied on simple, less far uh, pleasant tasks that you might be working on. Every task you complete brings you closer to the ultimate goal and acknowledging that always feels good. So real quickly, let's, let's, let's make a goal for Casey right now for the end of this episode. What's a, what's a small goal that you want to achieve this week? I, I, we mentioned exercising or eating good. Do you want to stick with that? That is... I'm gonna pick something else because that is that is a goal of mine and that's something I have been doing, but it's very basic and it's been a goal of mine this week. It's not basic. We are not not basic, not baselining health. It's it's always been there. It's always been (laughs) yeah, I know think of something else. That's like what can I like what else do Uh, I want? I've always uh, wanted to fucking look good in a mirror and I've always wanted to eat healthy. Now I'm actually in a position to do it for sure having my girl help me with the cooking and being on my ass and me being on her ass about like working out and staying with it and trying to help the other one and nurture each other I and love the ass play. You know, the tough and sweet all that stuff but 
another like a goal that I would like to achieve short term real quick sell my trailer yes all right so what are the rewards for you selling your trailer I have it on property that my girl's mom runs and it's kind of you know it's not in the way but it but it's in the way so right there dude you got a reward and yeah, and you know what that also connects to the personal gain because if you get rid of that i think you make your relationship with the mother better right yes, yes it will it, it can only help because you know it, me being up there i did my best but it just kind of got out of control and the, the places there's some squatters up there it's way out in the middle of nowhere it's a really cool property but it's just the people Aww. up there won't leave and yeah. it turned into what it did and now the best thing I can try to do to help is get at least rid of my, you know, trailer that I put yeah. up there and sell it. And not, not only for that, bro, but like, I need the cheese dog. Yeah. Dude, you know, rewards, I, personal I gain. Into a place, I have a, a, a job that, you know, makes it like that. And that's with me. So I know, I know. So that trailer give us a little bit of comfort. We can get some of the furniture that we trying to get for a place. And like, you know, it, it'll help so many things. And I have been trying to sell it for a couple months, but also all my stuff has been in it and up until last weekend. So you say that's, that's weekend. what's holding you up is you need to all empty it out. Was in it. And we had like all my, all my, all my belongings and totes and stuff. We got it out last weekend. So all that's up there now is like trash and material that we were going to use for the trailer. So I'm going to go up there Friday, clean it up, get it uh, presentable. And I have two people that are going to come up on Saturday dude. that are supposedly serious about buying it. Well, this and is, I do, dude, it's going to be exactly. So, fucking so here, let's, let's, oh. let's, let's, let's make this even better. You just threw another goal out there, cleaning your trailer. You have a goal to clean your trailer. The reward is it will look better. The personal gain is you might be able to sell it and the accomplishment yeah, the, the, is giving it away. Goal. Yeah, you need to do that goal. I think of my head, bro, when I think of goals, dog, I think of Pac-Man, all right? Pac-Man goes, sometimes he gets a big one and when he hits a big one, <laughs> those little goals just get him through the day. But when he hits a big one, boom, he's on top of the world for a minute. Then you got to go back and get those little goals so you can get a big ah, one. And the then Pac -Man sometimes analogy. you get fucking cherries and some, Good. some fruit thrown in there. But like in my head, I'm like, I'm just like, I'm going towards that goal. Got it. Going towards <laughs> that goal. Got it. And then uh, that big one I know is going to make you know, me turn fucking crazy. And all these ghosts around me are going to turn blue and I'm going to eat them. No, that's, you that's, know? it's great. Yeah. Like, I think dude, video games, I video game now. analogies make Literally. life more goal oriented. Uh, so I can do the same thing. Can, I, can I can do the same thing for Dragon Quest. I got to beat this part of the game. I have to go back. I have to train my characters level up maybe get a couple items i, I, I might i might have too. to forge those i, I, I might have to make those items you gotta collect material and make those items dude i i think video game the world is so goal oriented that it's the perfect place to look at your own life in terms of motivation excellent fucking analogy That's so dope. right there i think we kind of destroyed number one we understand what a goal is what motivation is for that goal and the reasons short-term or even long-term why that goal should be completed. Good reasons. So let's jump on to number two, baby. Number fucking two. Number two, dos, dos. Number two 
and this is very important, make it fun. When it comes to increasing motivation, attitude is everything. Different people have completely opposite feelings toward the same task. Some will hate it, others will love it. Why do you think this happens? It's simply some of us find ways to make any tasks interesting and enjoyable. And that, my friend, begins with motivation. Ah! You're talking to the right guy, my Fuck friend. Like, literally, bro. Like, I have, you know, I have had nothing. And the whole time, you know, quote unquote, I'm definitely had some off days, but like, dude, I'm grateful as fuck that I have a positive personality and a right. <laughs> and bro, I have realized it like, bro, it's not what like, like, listen to this statement. And I'm sure you've heard it a million times, but anyone that's listening, it could not make any more sense or be any more clearer than this. It's not what you say, but how you say it everything i can be giving you the worst news of your life but if i say it in a way that it's not like bro i could like let you down easy kind of thing whatever it is or someone could tell you something that's basic and they say it to you and it makes you just like, <laughs> hold on hold on hold on no like why are you hold on. I, I got one for you yeah son your grandmother just died but she looked really good doing it <laughs> she did <laughs> get it grandma. No, I mean, no. it's like i'm up to- <laughs> It's lighthearted just enough with to make you. I'm just like, okay. <laughs> no, no, I hear you, but dude, that's genuinely like. No, true. here, so so that's a, a, it's a good so example. As much a as simple approach be. to start working on any task is by asking yourself a few questions. Number one, how can I enjoy this task? Number two, what can I do to make this task fun for myself and others? And three, how can I make this task the best part of my day? I struggle on that last one a million times yeah, out of 10. Um, but that's, 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 that's fucking, that's really, think about it. Um, so what's a goal? Let me, let me give you one of my goals that I hate doing. Yes, um, please give uh, me some goals. And Sean. this is, this is, this is a stupid, silly one. Uh, house chores like laundry and shit. Yeah. Uh, I absolutely wait to the last goddamn second to do anything and that's procrastination that's a whole that, that's you that's, open your underwear drawer and there's nothing yeah, left nothing there and i have to go to work yeah. in like a couple hours i'm yeah. like yeah fuck so how can i make this fun well i can listen to a podcast while i do it bro all right what can i make this fun for myself and others i can get up listen to that podcast get myself moving and going and give myself enough energy when I go into work later, I'm in a positive fucking environment. How can I make this task the best part of my day? I am the most productive when I kick myself up to do a mundane, boring goal task because I'm, I get my cup of coffee. I get myself moving. I'm not watching YouTube. And I, am, I'm, I, I don't want to say more productive, but definitely more in tune and in touch and awake. And that makes my day a whole fucking different day. Can you relate? Story. What do you got? How, how, how are you making your, your tasks fun? Bro, that's so wild. Okay, so back um, 2016, when I was in, I went to Albany, I was in the hospitality house, the last facility I went through, I was there for uh, uh, 13 months. I was a place in a month. I was there for a whole year, right? And 
a lot of shit we had to do. We had to learn laundry. We had to do all our own stuff. We had to cook. We had all these things, right? I, um, you know what creepy pastas are? Yes. Okay, so what I what I found, bro, it, it eventually evolved into podcast, but bro, I started listening to creepy pastas every night before I went to bed. Started Slender there, right? Man. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I loved, dude. There's like really all creepy pastas are is just like stories and concepts that people with some of the most creative, awesome minds have ever. Because like I can't read and like retain it the same way as I can listen to it all day. So, dude, I've listened to some really cool ones that would be the sickest movie you ever seen. But like, dude, listening to those podcasts or um, listening to those creepy pastas every night helped me like fall asleep. And then I'm like, all right, I gotta go to the laundry. Let me put my headphones in, bro. Listening, just like you said, listening to podcasts, listening to creepy pastas for me for the first two three years was everything. I don't care what I was doing, but if I could put headphones in and listen to something. I don't care what I'm doing. I will do anything happily. I, I, I got a job. I was able to put one headphone in. I was happy as fuck. I could work all day, do pallets, all that shit. My job now, I can put a headphone in. I listen to podcasts. I listen to comedians. Yeah. I listen to facts. I listen to stories. Facts. I listen to fiction. I listen to nonfiction. <laughs> I listen to everything because I'm constantly doing it. Sometimes it's a bit too much. I, I admit that it can you can overdo it when you kind of get lost and all you want to do is listen to it. thank god i have an amazing beautiful girl that you know makes me happier and distracts you know maybe not distracts me but like i don't need to you know feel good or put something on to hang out with her because like that that's all i want to do in the end of the day is be with her so like when i'm not hanging out at home with my girl if i'm outside doing a task if i'm at work if i'm able to listen to a story a podcast a, a book anything like that in my head, bro, it literally is, that's my secret sauce. And it has been, and I didn't realize it because I have been able to get through a lot of shit that I probably wouldn't have been able to get through in the same way because I like put myself in the place. Like I'm good. Like I'm good. I don't, it don't matter. I'm, yeah. I'm, I got this. I know Very I, have important. Home, I have this right here. I am good. I don't really care if you're going to try to do something to make my day work. Like, like even at work, like, it's not like I don't care about my job, but I don't, I'm not, I don't, they don't have the power to ruin my day. They don't have enough to make me mad. I'm not going to sit there and take shit. I like, you know, I know it's what I'm worth. worth I know yeah. it's not, it's not like, I know I'm kind of off track. I'm lost a little bit, but I feel like that has helped me get through some of the tougher times, listening to things and trying to, you know, get my mind out of its own head. And also I haven't been doing it lately, but meditation. Yes. Meditation. Huge advocate. Huge advocate. Meditation's the shirt. You all know. Everyone listening that said to listen to before, they know I I go on and on and on about meditation. Trying to get your mind to think about nothing. I did before this this episode. Thinking about about nothing. It's very, it's it's difficult. But if achieved, is another level of enlightenment, bro. Like it really does. You're like, oh my God, it's been here this whole time. Why <laughs> did I not do this? Sooner? I know I there should be meditating in school. Long time. But I did it for a while, bro. When I was like, in, you know, I was in places I had nothing to do, so I meditated and I got serious into it, and it helps, man. And I was able to get to a point where I could literally make my mind think of nothing, and then kind of visualize things that would just come—not me thinking of them—they would just kind of come in from my mind, different things. Uh, a person a place a specific event like they would come in and but they would leave like they come in i think about them they leave and it would almost be like a soothing thing especially if like you had a traumatic thing happen you can kind of like wash it you're putting it through your mind and out and like 
I don't know, the meditative state kind of helped Hell a lot. Oh, yeah. Proper things like that. It's really hard to explain and even harder to do. It's mindfulness. Mind that's that's it, all you have very, to explain. It's very good, bro. It's just, it's just complete mindfulness. So, yeah, I mean, I, so you, you, you definitely make some of your goals fun. And that, that's what's important with, with number two here. Is one, how, more thing, one more thing I'm going to add to that because it's not like all I listen to do is listen to fucking creepy process. <laughs> all I do is listen to scary stories. Nobody thought that. <laughs> right. But dude, me and my girl, we like, we make games out of things and we are silly with each other 100% of the time. So when we're out and like, it's, it's like, we kind of, we, we, we tone it down around people for sure. But like, dude, like when, even when we're like, at our, you know, maybe like before we're at a mom, a big family event where I'm like kind of nervous meeting all these new people. I don't have any of my family, like things like that, where it's like, shit, like what's the motivation for me to go in here and be the man that I want these people to know I am. And my girl would kind of, you know, like get me out of my head for a minute, get me feeling silly, get me feeling goofy. You are who you are. Don't let anything like trick you into thinking you're not. And that would help motivate me to get to through those that. tough things. And halfway through it, I'm feeling great. I'm talking to people that are laughing. They're like, oh man, you're like, you know, it's not as bad as you think. But having someone else there to help like kind of make the bad situation silly or help you get out of your head for a minute and ground yourself, bro, can like turn that motivation that you thought was lost right back on. You can have yeah. it gone and say, fuck this video game, fuck it. And then someone that you care about could like, chill, 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 chill. Take control of the situation with you. Calm you down. Do something that they know would make you kind of smile. And like instantly, bro, you could be mad as fuck. The second you smirk, it's over. You're not mad anymore. You can't, yeah. you can pretend to be mad, but bro, it's, it's, it, it breaks it. it really like, does like for example, is, you know that Dragon King in that game is is beneath you and he is he's your bitch right oh he is oh my god i can beat him oh go back and then i beat him very easily it's that mentality bro yeah, it's just it's, a, it's literally Make a quick fun. perspective change or someone else interfering helps but if you're by yourself having those well, tools yeah actually no huh this this perfectly like this perfectly jumps into the next one number three so if at first you don't succeed, try trying again, right? We've all heard that a hundred times, beaten to our fucking heads. So how about number three, change your approach and don't give up. When something doesn't feel right, it's always a good time to take a moment and look for a different approach. If you don't want to learn, if you, if you want to learn how to get motivated, I lost my my page here sorry but no that's it, it's it, that's still a great point change your approach um especially i hate to keep going back to video games but i i do oh, think it's a it's, relative it's a good it's it's good everyone knows it enough it, you can <laughs> use it for everything it's you're not overdoing it don't feel bad it's good i like it <laughs> it's helpful bro. it really is everyone knows video games enough for you make an analogy they're going to get it because like, you know, most of the people probably listening are, you know, either a little bit older than us or a little bit younger than us, but still understand video games because who the fuck doesn't. Yeah. So like you go back, if you can't beat a, you can't beat a level or a boss, you know, 
you have to go back and try a different strategy, especially in like uh, in a in a role playing game. You have to go yeah, back and you have to try diff- different attacks or different uh, levels of of doing it until yeah. you get the right equation that works for you. So yeah, I, I I played the division two. It's the same type of thing, man. Where you gotta go to a zone and you try to take it over and you get taken down, but then you go back. You change your armor, you change your weapon, you change the way you approach, you change the place you go, you change your teammates. All those things, like you said, finding that perfect equation, Sean, is like, it's it's doable in any situation, but it's difficult in, you know, it's difficult to do. It is, you know, it is. Like, depending on how the situation is, it's doable, but it's fucking, it takes experience, it takes failure, it takes, um, you know, willingness to try and try again you know you can get knocked down a hundred times as long as you're willing to get up a hundred times it don't matter you know that that willpower i get knocked down and i get up again you're never gonna get (laughs) oh shit uh the podcast just got clipped for (laughs) oh fuck i didn't even think about that (laughs) copyright Copyright. oh so let's get on to the next one if you if it change don't give up and the reason they, they have down here is you may be doing everything correctly and efficiently, but such an approach isn't necessarily the most motivating one. Quite often, you can find a number of obvious tweaks in your current approach that will both change your experience and open up to new possibilities. That's why saying one way or another is so common. If you really want to accomplish your goal, there is always a way and is most likely there's more than one way. So, uh, dude, seriously, if you hit a wall, if you hit a place where you stop moving, you, you just got to look at it from a different angle and go, the goal isn't over, but how I'm attempting this path, this journey, you know, if you go up a mountain and a couple of trees fall over in your path, you give up and go home? No, you you walk around find the trees. You find another way. So very, very, it sounds very simple, but allowing yourself not to get beat down and unmotivated on the on the first obstacle or the first hard part is the key yeah. to success. And that again, back into video games, that's the fucking key to keep it going is not to throw the controller through the wall, but yeah. To maybe turn it off for a minute, take a couple seconds, come back the next day, and then do it again. So mm-hmm. uh, number three, completely love that. Uh, let's jump into number four. Um, and this is this five. is no no this is this is four, is it? right? Yeah, change You're your approach four. was three. Oh okay, my bad. Go ahead. So recognize your progress. This this I actually already have experience in before having this episode is to recognize what you have already accomplished. Now, I'm with you. I, we come from almost the same fucking background. I was, I was penniless, homeless, shitless, living in fucking Florida, bumping around with absolutely nothing. And from that, I kind of welded together a life down there. I got a job. I got a little bit of money. I got, I got a, a place to live. I got friends. I built, I built something out of nothing. And I, you know, even when I was down and beating myself up for the stupid little things, like struggling to pay like a electric bill or something. 
And I was, I was beating myself up, yelling at myself. I was able to stop and go, hey, but look at what you, like the room I'm in right now. I mean, I know you can see the shit surrounding me. Yeah. But like I, I built this. I got all of this. Like Bro. this, this, Bro. this was, this was hard language, work, you know? You're speaking my language, dude. I did this. That's how I, like, cause I, I went from Syracuse to Albany, right? And I was in Albany for a year. And then when I got out, I got my own place. And from that first place, I was able to make a connection with my barber. Long story short, my barber was moving out of his place. And when I needed a new place, like, you know, a, my second place in Albany, he, he ended up hooking me up, bro. And in that, like, I was there for about a year. Jackie was coming, came back and forth a couple of times, bro. But I was sitting, like, in a room where I had everything set. Like, you know, this is still a fresh place. I haven't set it up. But, like, I set up, like, such a dope spot in, in Albany, bro. I made friends. And it, it was the first time that I was able to do it by myself, bro. I've been in treatment or jail since right. I was 23 years old. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how to do these things. And I didn't know that I was even doing them until I, I kind of had everything. And I just kind of, like you said, step back and realize, yo, you fucking do it. Like, you did all this. This is all <laughs> you, bro. I had two months. I had, like, a dual fucking... Uh, computer screens on the wall i built this i built a, a bunch of sound soundproof um foam and put it on the wall like you see in the background of everyone else's videos in the world and bro like i did all this shit and like not only that but i had like you know my girl and like we like had gone on trips so i went to new york city with her i went to california went to disneyland i went to fucking legoland and all these things that i achieved from kind of making one you know risky move and turned into an awesome thing but like those all like there were stepping stones, motivation from one thing to another that just builds up like the Pac-Man gets bigger and bigger. And like by the time you get towards the end, bro, like you feel so good and you can look at all the things that you were able to do. But like I every time I'm driving on the highway, Sean, I smile because I'm like, I'm in California. I'm <laughs> fucking I am in California. I live here. I am driving to work right now. And there's mountains and fucking beautiful scenery that we would never see in New York unless you went to the top of an Adirondack mountain and looked out over that, you know, nothing can beat that, but you'd have to go up there to see something that here, there, dude, there's mountains fucking everywhere, palm trees and all that shit. And to me, just like seeing a palm tree, I just, okay, I made well, it. I feel good about that shit, bro. And it's like I mean, every day I had that. I, 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 I got to jump back on that. What you just said, uh, when you grew up, you grew up in this area, you grew up in the Syracuse area. So those you probably call them Hills, but they're mountains. All right. This whole area is very mountainous and compared to Florida or South Jersey, oh, which, is a pain flat, thing, bro. which is flat <laughs> as fuck. I am in the mountains. All right. I'm in the fucking Alps right now. Okay. Because I'm like, I tell them, they're like, oh, you have hills back there. I show them pictures. I'm like, no, like that's a mountain. They're like, no. The that's Rockies, yeah, right. Look at the Rockies. That's, uh, that's a fucking to a huge mountain. mountain that I would go snowboarding on the type of size of like you know uh, a snowboard mountain. Like that's a hill, and I'm like, what do you mean? And I went to Big Bear, which is a, a mountain, <laughs> and I went and seen it. And it's just like driving up. It took us 45 minutes to get to, to the drive. Top, yeah, to drive like, to I'm the like, fucking like, top. Yeah, 
and it took us forever that's a mountain that brought us up there but like dude like the perspective and seeing things like that and um especially you from florida you coming out here bro you it's it's wild like i can't get over certain things that i'm so glad that it still gets me giddy yeah dude yeah my my drive to work is i i i don't know if you're familiar with the area tully uh tully new york but i drive from auburn to tully and it's a it's a couple roads and it's some of the most scenic it's called the the scenic byway of new york because it's gorgeous so i i love that shit that's in the middle of the albany to new york drive kind of like yours is a little bit more in the scenic but like um just even driving on the thruway in new york compared to here bro like there's just no foliage here it's all desert and dirt there's trees and palm trees it's cool leaves are about to change too i do miss the rain though bro i miss the rain and i miss yeah dude upstate new york has some of the best fucking rain like it's not downpouring when it's Florida where you can't go outside, you can't drive yeah, in it. It's scary. just enough to keep everything misty and wet, but not enough to drench you. I fucking I you can walk day, a dog right? in it. It's fucking great. I yeah, love bro. it. It's so amazing. so to jump uh, so right, so we just we jumped into number four. Recognize your progress. You and me have experience with this, but I just kind of want I want to go into what the article says. Uh, recognize your progress. Yeah. Everything you may be working on can be easily split into smaller parts and stages. For most big or long-term goals, it's quite natural to split the process of accomplishing them into smaller tasks and milestones. There are a few reasons behind doing this, and one of them is tracking your progress. So that just kind of like quickly puts it into, into some different words. Um, mm-hmm. You have one giant goal. You can break it up into sub-goals. And that makes it more fun, which is number two. That makes it more fun when you accomplish these. In fact, number one, one of the reasons to have a goal and be motivated is to accomplish them. So you got these, these first four inter interchanging, intermingling. It's all one fun fucking family. All um, relate to the other. Good bro, shit. They really do dog. They are very, um, like you can almost interchange them for each other because well like you said bro they 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 they're all relative i got one more for you man this is the you last don't. one no you the, don't bro. this is Come the on, last man. no this is just from this article i got one more article after this uh this is the last one from this article number 5 reward yourself feeling down about doing something dread the idea of working on a particular task hate the whole idea of working yes right from the beginning agree on some deliverables that will justify yourself in getting rewarded as soon as you get to one of the agreed results take the time to reward yourself for example that's why i i I put it in a funny graphic over the screen for example it looks really cool can you picture it yeah i can hear it like it's like yeah, then it's kind of it's kind of flicker on the edges. All right, come on, the bro. Flea will scratch. The flea yeah. will scratch. <laughs> okay. So, so um, me, me and my partner, uh, you know her very well, Riley. Of course, um, we are taking um, our first vacation together from moving up into New York. Uh, we are going back down to Florida, of course, because 
Uh, once you leave Florida and you realize winter's kind of cold, you realize, <laughs> fuck, I might have had it really good down there for a couple of reasons. Yeah, yeah. So why not go back and en- why not go back and enjoy the state for what it's good at during the time it's good to do that? So we have both been working our fucking asses off. We both have awesome, horrible jobs. She's like nursing or something. Yeah, right? she's a she's she's that. a nurse's assistant, and you know where where it's where it's rewarding in some aspects. It's very hard in other aspects. Yeah, and frustration levels are. She works her fucking ass off. Patience is, is and, a virtue. <laughs> and and yeah, and I don't know how she does it. She's a lot stronger than I am because I bitch, I complain, I I quit and I move on. Home Depot, fuck you. Um, but. Uh, we've both been working hard at the jobs we have. We're both uh, feel more successful than what we had before. Uh, I, I became a, a recent manager of uh, the establishment I'm working at. And so to reward ourselves for the hard work that we've been doing, we decided to go on vacation. And Dude, we can't, we can't, but that's it. We can't afford your, your regular vacation. But we need to do this. We need to get out. We need to see what we came from. We need to get a, 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 a like, we need to be, rec- we need to recognize and respect all that's happened. So we are going to Florida in about a week from now for a oh, month nice, or dude. for a month, for a couple, for a, basically a week. And okay, cool. yeah, we're going to fucking, we're going to just do what we were doing, but without oh, I love any of the words. I'm doing the same, like me coming back to New York. Yes, my family and everything there. But like, bro, I left Syracuse because Syracuse is fucked. And for me, I can't, you know. Yeah, I can't go back to my hometown. Yeah. But like going back now with the perspective I have and like all the things I was able to achieve, it's like, bro, like I can't fathom a better like feeling thing than like having a goal as astronomical as for you, maybe uh, when you're as the worst in Florida to live in a completely different state, way up North, have a podcast, dozens, dozens of episodes, you know, multiple guests, all sorts of cool things. And that's just one small aspect of the cool things that you're able to achieve. And then go back down, like you said, and have the perspective to go look and be around the places and maybe the people that you were with. (laughs) Dude, seriously. Yo, what the fuck you do? I'm like, no, it's I'm crazy. Life, dude, bro. dude, our Airbnb is down the street from where we lived. So we are literally going back to the same neighborhood. Just, I think. Better come to, back, man. Don't get stuck down there. I, 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 I think we're good on that. You know, as much as we're going to pretend we want to stay, we both know that Florida is a dead Money end for us. Road. It's just a dead end. And and back up here, I have been more motivated than I was down there. So Dude, that's, that's progress, uh, progress. just to jump back onto the meaning of this episode. Um, but like, let's talk about real quick and I'll get personal with you again. Um, we're right before we're, we're going to finish up here soon, but like right before uh, me and motivation is a fucking battle because this podcast, for example, is driven by 150% motivation. Um, What I do benefit from it is talking to people like you and me being able to have the experience and learn and listen and and develop that way, which is great for me, but there's no financial gain yet. Uh, There's no other incentive out other than to, to help myself and maybe 
uh, you in the conversation or anyone who I'm talking with. So mm -hmm. there are benefits, there are goals, there are accomplishment milestones. And, you know, it's rewarding when I, when I get like a message from somebody and they, they can, they relate to something I said or they had also experienced something that I had been through or something that you had been oh, through. I, I got, I, I did get somebody said something about Casey. I'm sorry. I probably should have had this ready for the episode, oh, <laughs> but it was about our, our last episode, uh, distractions, uh, quick plug, uh, go check out me and Casey. We talked about distractions, uh, our first talk. Um, and that, that's why I, I brought Casey here actually was because we distract ourselves from our motivations and our goals. And that's why I think this conversation is, is a giant continuation of bro, what we had they, to begin they, with. I, oh my God, bro. You're like in my head because that's <laughs> I was earlier when you were talking about something, I was thinking, you're like, you know, what stops people from being motivated? And I was like, distractions, bro. Yeah, right. We have so many distractions that like, it's not like we're not trying to be motivated, but there's so many other things we can just easily distract look at us. Do that distract us from doing what we want to do because we're watching what other people want to do. And then they're achieving all the benefits on, uh, we're just watching it. And it's cool for that moment, but that 30 second video is over. And now you're sitting there. What are you YouTube. Do? See the next guy. Those are the motivators, bro. Those people are motivated and doing their thing. And then they feel the gratification from that. And it reciprocates and reciprocates to eventually maybe a financial gain. And so, then after that, financial independence. And then you can do whatever the fuck you want as long as you hold on to that. I mean, goal. I know, I know. But you're talking also about a capitalist society. Um, and John, John, if you're listening, shut the fuck up. Okay, John? But yeah. if, 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 if you, you listen to me, love you, John. <laughs> I love you a lot, baby. <laughs> but um, you know, we live in late stage capitalism right now, where productivity is like the key source, the fire that fuels our society, and just just doing enough to 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 get by, to make money, to exist is a shitty fucking way to live your life. Um, especially like a lot of us have to work jobs that we don't necessarily want, but we need to because we have bills to pay, and we 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 got mouths to feed. So again, that's a different topic for a different day. Uh, what I do want to talk about real quick before I lose you um, is, so we talked about what is motivating. We talked about uh, why people have motivations. We talked about ways to keep yourself motivated. I have 10, and we're not going to go through all these, but I got 10 psychological tricks to help you stay motivated and stick with your goals. Now, this is the bread and butter that I, I, I didn't want to share this with you earlier because I, I wanted exactly I wanted I wanted to pull the, the, the veal under and show you the magic. So uh, I, I'm, I this is off of um, nickwignall.com. I'm sorry, Nick, if I, if I if I if I butchered, <laughs> if I butchered name. your name. Yeah, Nick, Nick Wignall. Um, Nick, again, productivity, Nick. awesome fucking uh, article. Um, so it just kind of goes through, uh, 10 things real quick and, and I'm not going to get into every single one of them, but I do want to talk about a couple of them. Um, the first trick is called the Ulysses pact named for the clever hero of the Trojan war. The Ulysses pact is a technique for holding yourself accountable to stick with the goal. Even when it's hard, the key ingredient in a Ulysses pact is that we make a choice in the present that binds us to perform in the action of the future. For mm. example, 
suppose you want to stick to a plan for going to a run, uh, a run two times a week. The motive, uh, the, sorry, for example, suppose you want to stick to a plan of going on a run two times per week in the morning with a friend. You could write a friend's series of checks, each for $20, and instruct them to cash one and use the money on whatever they want if you miss a workout with them. In short, the Ulysses Pact helps you maintain a high motivation things to get you through by locking in future behavior ahead of time. Now, this is accountability, again, with you or with your partner, or with my partner, having a goal, you guys check in on each other. And you hold each other accountable for reaching those milestones. And if you don't, either the goal is too hard or you both forgot. And that's okay. Don't beat yourself up. But um, uh, again, uh, that's, that's to, to roll back for, for me eating healthy and working out and being healthier. Mm -hmm. um, Riley holds me accountable for these milestones. And she wants to see how my, for example, stretching progresses. I can't touch my feet. But the goal is for me to touch my feet. I am so inflexible. I, I know you look at me, I'm like a skinny twig. I am so inflexible. I can't touch my feet, Casey. It's embarrassing. But the goal is to touch my feet. And I get to show her once a week how much closer I am getting to the goal. And she makes it fun because like, you know, like, like I, I guess her check that she cashes it's kind of like shit talking me and like kind of like not like demoralizing but like in a but, cute you know, if loving you don't do way it, you know you're gonna get yeah in like it's a cute loving way extra. and yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she never bugs me that way but like always makes it fun enough and motivating enough to keep me doing mm -hmm. it so the ulysses pact having someone else one, hold bro. you I accountable like because teamwork makes the dream work baby Teamwork is the dream. What now, I do? this you're affecting so many people right now. I love it. <laughs> My whole house is bro. We're about to. I'm about to fucking in, implement all this shit because there's four of us and it's just so difficult to like, you know, start a routine of like working out and holding other people accountable without any sort of hate and something. anger or like uh, uh, animosity. The you, yeah, that, that, I don't want any of that to become a thing, but like having almost a reward or not even a reward, but almost a quote unquote punishment for not doing it when it's a fun, lighthearted yes, thing. Yeah. As long as it's like, you know, as long demoralize as it, you, you know, as long as, you know, oh, I, I lost 10 bucks or, oh, I got to cook tonight or I got to do the dishes or something that, you know, that's not a big deal. But like, I love that, bro. Keep going. Uh, so the next one I'm going to jump into, and you already do this. I do this. We do this because the human, I said this way back in the uh, early part of the episode, the human brain likes to make shortcuts and to make things easier so it burns less energy. That's science. This is called, this is called chunking. Sounds sexy, right? I know. I got really excited too. Chunking is a technique from a cognitive psych psychology originally used to improve memory performance. For most people, it might be pretty tough to remember a long string of numbers. Like, for example, 505-295-0167. Now, you already forgot what I just said. I already forgot That's what I seven. just said. That is, yeah, I said seven. <laughs> it was a seven in there, right? No. <laughs> so, so. Did I catch a niner? Yeah. I'm <laughs> a walkie-talkie. <laughs> No. So for example, okay. I just, I just, I just gave you 
10, 10 numbers. What else? And you don't have to answer this because I forget all the time. But what else comes in 10 numbers? Your, your phone, phone number. Yeah, you said it. With the area code. Yes. The so, With the one, though. You got to have that one. Well, so let's look back at that number. So it's 505-295-0167. Oh, no. So chances would be easy to remember if you break it up into chunks, like 505-295, and then 167, like my oh, phone yeah. number, which is 561, blank, 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 09, you know? Yeah. Like, and that's how I, that's honestly, Your like, if, 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 if I'm writing my, 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 my bank account number or my, my bank card into like buy shit online, I break it up into numbers that I can remember. Or if I had to get like the, the second tone, I, I verify, you know, like, yeah. like you went to open a bank account. It's like, you know, verify the code we sent to your phone. I always break it up into chunks because that's how I remember it. So the point here is yeah, take your goal, take your motivating goal and break it into realistic chunks. We kind of already said that in the, in the last ep, in the last episode, in the last Second. list. But um, if it's true, bro, it couldn't be any truer. Like it's, it's so important. Repeating it is definitely a good thing. So it's just easier like to, to look at it in smaller pictures rather than the whole picture. Cause again, the whole picture you and me, we get very, it's like, wow, that's way too hard. That's way too much. I cannot fix this whole trailer. I cannot, I cannot fix this whole apartment. I cannot mm -hmm. fix it all if it's one giant chunk. But if I, if you go into your trailer and you're like, oh, can I fix the window? Boom. You can fix the fucking window. And that Boom. makes you one step Next, closer bro. to fixing the fucking trailer. Or if you clean it out, you know, whatever, whatever the, the holdup is. Mm -hmm. yeah no man i totally fucking relate bro because i do the same thing with um big tasks example moving across the country was a massive undertaking and you've done it and it's like you know thinking about like the whole thing was like oh my fucking god there's no way but we broke it up into segments she helped my, you know my girl she helped me break things down into you know eatable pieces where i could oh. Uh, okay this week we just need to do this and this all right next week we'll worry about next week all right did we get the what we needed this week we did excellent good job now next week we got to do this and this and then it, it bro that's it's like baby steps when I, I always say like oh i'm doing good yet take baby steps but like you're always taking baby steps because you're always in that moment you can only do what you can do right this second i can't do fucking what i would do all day in one moment it's you only <laughs> good luck you can't good run luck. any faster than a baby step bro good no matter luck. how fresh you're going you're still in that moment which is this one second not even one second it's an instant instance over 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 it's, it's over, over it's, it's constantly changing so like breaking things into segments and taking them on makes the task much more bearable manageable much dude. it's bearable manageable. it's manageable it's realistic so and you can get halfway and realize, okay, I don't have to do it all at once. I could do this part. I could take a break and then I could continue to finish. People think they have to do everything at once. And it's like, you know what I mean? Breaking nope. it down, bro, really does help ease the mind. Boom. So there's a life hack right there for you. Take it, buy it, sell it, love it. Uh, number three, and you just said this uh, mistakenly, but you said it and I love it. You, number three, 
artificial positive reinforcement. Positive reinforcement is a fundamental principle of human behavior that says a behavior is more likely to happen and continue to happen when it's followed by something enjoyable and rewarding, rewarding yourself. Or I like to use the dog analogy. You teach your dog how to sit, your dog gets a treat, you know? Oh, you are training yourself. Train Give yourself up. a treat. When you hit the end of one of those small chunks, reward yourself. Awesome. Go on a vacation, even if you can't afford it. I can't afford a vacation. I don't know what anyone's telling you. I am broke. I have no money. I am still going you to go do it, this. Make it happen, bro. We're going to sleep in the car. Away, you know, we're going to sleep in the car. We're going to sleep on the beach. We're going to do whatever the fuck we need to do. Yeah. To reward ourselves, the reward that we fucking reward is so important, dude. It's so important, and it's like, um, it's so weird. Whenever I hear that specific statement that you said, um, rewarding yourself, I forget what you said, but I had a teacher in high school, that typing teacher. I'm really good at typing. The reason I'm really good at typing is because in ninth grade, I had a teacher that was like a witch. She was just cold, bro. (laughs) Like, you go in the room. She would turn off all the lights and she would dictate things to you and you have to type in the dark, right? And the things that she would dictate though were exactly what you just said. Um, You know, someone doing a task and then, you know, not getting recognized for it. It's not like you need a pat on the back in order to do something, but like gratification for what you've done is important to reinforce that you're doing the right thing and you want to continue to do it. If you're doing a bunch of hard stuff and you do it, but then you don't get any like good benefit from it other than yeah, it's you like, why the you fuck would it. I do it? It's like, why am I doing this? Like I, you do it for that positive reinforcement. It makes fuck you feel yeah. like, okay, I'm on the right page. That's why it works right for path. kids. It works for kids. It works for schools. It works. Yeah, bro, it works in these it, settings, dogs, just simple, or, and uh, you can uh, animals. it all the way up. So right there, that has its place, that exists. Let's try it in our fucking day-to-day lives, you know? When you get to that, when you work out or you do whatever the fuck you need to do, reward yourself, you know? So I fucking amen to that. Uh, to jump on, so the next one is visualize. Uh, we can brief over this one. I know it is really important to visualize your goals and your motivations, especially the end result. I'm a real big component of that. Um, but I don't, you can just, you can use your imagination on that one too. visualize, you know, picture it in your head, make it happen. Let's go. The the easier and the easier it is for you to visualize it, the easier it is for you to achieve it or act on it or make it a reality because you already have made it in your head. Uh, this, this next one, number five, I'm a huge, I, I, I support this so fucking much. I just started doing it. Um, I said, cause this, this is attached to my last episode, uh, which is gratitude. You know, are you dissatisfied and stuff like that? And how you should make a, a gratitude list every day or like, you know, three times a week. And yep. number five is gentle self talk. If your goals are good ones, you probably have more motivation than you realize. The trouble is you may be wasting your, you may be wasting huge chunks of it. And one of the biggest culprits behind the wasted motivation is our own self-talk. Casey, how many times have you told yourself, give up? This isn't fucking worth it or stop. You know, you suck. You're not good at this. How often do you, do you, do you, do you self-sabotage your words, yourself with your own voice in your head? Bro, bro, I did it fucking continuously for a decade. I 
got to a point and then I retract. And it was, dude, a lot of things to me in my, like a lot, the voice inside your head, AKA your conscious, whatever it is that you hear when you think of your source, I think of myself talking in my head. I can hear my own voice in my head, but it's, you know, it's weird to think to hear shit in your head when it's not. <laughs> me, that's like a lot of times that's my motivator, but sometimes my motivator betrays me, bro. You think you're, you think your motivator's on your side. You're telling yourself to do these things. And then one day you tell yourself to do the bad thing that you've been trying for nine months to stay away from. And it takes ego. one second. That's ego, to man. be like, oh, okay. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Okay. I just convinced myself I'm sure because I've been listening to myself Justified. the whole time. Yeah. The other shit. Uh, yeah. Now I'm listening to myself. He just said, do the bad thing. And that's what I really want to do. So I'm yeah. going to do it. <laughs> it's so easy to do that and go back on those things. It's very hard Facts. to build up a positive, you know, track of good things, bro. It's very easy to do bad things. Facts. It takes one second to yep. step back. So again, um, gentle self-talk, man. Be nice to yourself. Um, yeah, be kind. And the more, the good. more you're, the more you're kind to yourself, the more kind you are to others. And that is, you know, not the, that's not the message of this episode, but take that with you. Be kind to yeah, yourself bro. and be kind to others. No right one deserves, no one deserves the shit coming out of your mouth unless it's gold. So kiss people <laughs> with gold, lick people with gold, keep your shit to yourself. It's so, and that goes for me too. I, I get cynical. I get angry. I get short. Be kind, all right? Yep, I'm totally related, bro. I, you know, everyone has their fucking moments and shit, but I can, you know, always bring it back to, you know, my girl, she grounds me so much. I've had a couple meltdowns so far being out here, just going through just a million things, trying to figure out shit. And I've had really bad ones, but like, no matter what happened at the end of the day, she would always just like ground me and help me. And like, it might not be your girlfriend. It could be, you know, your um your hobby it could be a sport you play it could be exercise it could be your family your mom dad something that you care about enough that you are know that it has your best interests at heart or uh, if it's an activity you know that activity makes you feel good and it's like you know beneficial to you like if you have something like that when you're not doing good you can fall back on you can trust that those people are going to guide you and help you get out of that moment because it's only a moment, bro. No one has bad days. Nobody has bad days. You have bad moments. And if you yeah. choose to have a continuous moment after moment, bad day, then that's on you, bro. But you only have a bad day because something bad happened and you're letting and you it. And you hold it and you hold it with you. Amen. It's hard to get rid of. It's not saying it's easy, bro, but it's doable. And it's pretty doable easily if you apply it. You know what I mean? So a lot it of people starts, are, you know, people get so bent out of shape about shit and complain about stuff that I would be grateful to have had a couple of years ago, yet alone bitch about like, you know, they're bitching about shit that I would have fucking killed someone for five years ago type shit. And it's like, not everyone's situation was mine. And I don't ever want anyone to have that to be it, but it's unique in my own world and my perspective. When I see people complaining about things that I almost like, you know, would have been grateful for and trying to help them change their perspective like hey look at it like this you know me right you know me well i was like this and if i had that i would have felt like this share it now share think it yeah about that with you now now rethink about the thing do you feel the same way after knowing what your friend would have felt about it in the situation he was in that you know also about they'll be like damn i didn't think about it like that i guess you are right bro i kind of <laughs> do like cheerios 
It's not yeah, a big right? deal. I didn't just have to crunch Cheerios <laughs> or the shit. I'm like, yeah, Cheerios are the shit, bro. Oh, some of Cheerios. But like, you know, things like that, I think is like, I, I'm really grateful to have the perspective I have because, you know, I've, I've failed so many times that I know what the fuck to do right because I've done it all wrong. Yes, there's way more wrong things I could have done, and I could have gone deeper because you can always go deeper. But I, I went deep enough. I went pretty fucking deep to the point where, like, I'm so grateful to have these because, like, no one can fucking rain on my parade. Nobody no. can fuck with me. Nobody. I've already can fuck said me. it to myself. I've I'm already person, done it to myself. Is my partner, my girl? She's my heart, but I know that's not even a, like a possibility. So, like, in my mind, bro, like nobody can tell me what's up because I've been through it and I know, yeah. and I know most of the people here trying to tell me have not, and I'm not trying to push nothing on nobody, but it's like, just don't different perspectives and different realities, like, you know, you know what I mean? Like I, so I, I feel like so grateful, bro. I feel so grateful to have the opportunity to talk to you like this, have the opportunity to spend my time with my friends, have the opportunity to wake up at fucking 5 a.m. Awesome. to go to work. It sucks, but I'm grateful to be able to do it, man. Cause like, I know what it's like to wish to be able to use the bathroom by yourself kind of thing. It's like, fuck, you know what I mean? Being in those spots suck, but it also makes everything else fucking amazing because you know what that shit's like firsthand and it's not good. Well <laughs> said. It's it's a good shit though, bro. I li- I really like this episode, man. This shit's fucking uh well it's about very, to get, it's about good. to get better because the last there's what's a couple the, there's a couple more what's here. The binger? I know you're saving like a really good one for the Well, end, this probably. is it. So you know, with skipping around, number seven on, on, on the list is social support the right way. When it comes to building, when it comes to building a new habit and staying motivated to follow through on a new goal and commitment, the idea of social support is pretty common. You mm-hmm. often hear advice to get accountability buddy. How many times we I'm sorry, to get accountability. an accountability buddy or something similar. Wow. I've heard that. While term. the idea of recruiting a positive social support to stay focused is a good idea, in principle, most people make two big mistakes. Number one, they think their social support person is the main role to check in their own progress toward their own goals and their outcome. And number two, they think their social support person as someone who will stop them from slipping. So mm. we have already just fucking said this. And that's what the point of this podcast is. I want to make social support network for people that aren't their friends or their loved ones or their relatives. It's some, it's someone who cares and understands and loves them, but isn't in a relationship with them. There's no bias. There's no no bias. There's no me trying to get over on you because you pay rent at my house or whatever the fucking story is. Yeah, man. Social support network is so fucking important especially when we live in worlds dominated by social networks there's no social support and we usually end up like beating each other up or out of our fucking lives yeah, bro. people get nasty especially man. for young men and i've i've said this before uh men in america have had you know a lot of privilege a lot of fucking privilege especially young white men all right. I, I, I'm not diving into privilege. I'm diving into the lack of support to not need privilege or to better represent or handle ourselves in times of crisis and of intense stress, because we were all told to man the fuck up. You were told to man up. I was told to man up. I was told not to cry. 
I was told to hold it inside. I was told all these horrible, very self-destructive things because it was the right or the manly thing to do. And I grew up treating my friends like that, my support network like that. And that's not a fucking support network. That's just people you're talking to. I, so I skipped out on that whole support network. And I, I say mostly men because uh, uh, from what I've read and the studies I've seen, uh, women tend to, uh, and I, I, hate, I hate to genderize everything. I know what you mean, I bro, really like, fucking, you know, yes. But in the 90s, in the 90s, before yes. a guy will help his boy. In the 90s, you know it I mean? was guys and girls. So that's, that's, that's. You're not going to come up to a guy and be like, yo, bro, what's up? Like, hey, man, like, it's, it's, it's taboo in a way. It's becoming yes, it much was more taboo. Now it's, it's becoming it's almost normal now. completely acceptable. But so, it's like, you're right, bro. We were raised in a generation where, like, it was. Don't talk about it. Think of our parents and, like, think about three generations even older. Like, it was a hundred times way more crazy like men <laughs> if you fucking look at me funny i'm gonna kill you yeah right you trying to you look at me funny boy what the fuck you thinking about and then they try to you know what i mean it was way more intense it's slowly it's getting down, better and we're at yes. that point where it was it was in effect and now it's not in effect and we were there beginning to end internet we were there before internet we were there after internet we were there before manly support was like you know socially accepted and like you know socially you know, out there more. And now it's like almost messed up if you don't got your boys back in a way, because people are about their feelings and they can identify and kids are learning way more about feelings and things that we never even were taught or to even think about. Now it's like, okay, the, 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 I feel like the the teachers and the people are like, the information's out there with the internet. So we might as well teach it to them the right way yes. or whatever their right way or might the, be before they try to make yeah. ideas about it. And so like, gossip. like, that's why kids learn so much about shit that we didn't when we were kids. Exactly. The you point know? of this podcast isn't to give you the answers. It's to start the conversation. I want you to start the conversation, if not with yourself and with someone else and keep this conversation going. I don't have the answers. Casey, you don't have the answers, but we have started the dialogue and that is sometimes the hardest and most powerful step in the process of change is starting it, is opening the fucking door and taking that first step. And that's why I'm here. And this this is becoming my support network. My friends that I talk to and amongst friends, uh, I got you, I got John, I got Alex. I got people that I keep bringing in and I'm, I'm well, learning from and experiencing from, and that's the, that was the goal from the beginning. Um, so like, again, to jump back on this list so I can get rid of this list real quickly. Um, so there's a, there's a couple more in there, but the one I wanted to bring up, especially with you, uh, and this is really, this is really important for you. Uh, number nine is make a distractions list. One of the biggest obstacles in our ability to stay motivated and make progress in our goals is distractions. The unexpected text from our spouse in the middle of a workout or an old friend we bump into at the coffee shop or we're trying to get work done, et cetera. Casey, you and me are fucking the masters of distractions. <laughs> you say? No, I know. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's silly how easy it is. It's like, it's laughable because bro. It's in it, our hands. It's in our you're kind of sometimes it's it you're looking for it and like not even like like you said I think the workout one's a really good one because like you could be at the gym pumping doing your thing in your zone 
but then someone texts you like a funny meme even like and it makes you think of like what you might be doing after and you're like ah, i guess i can wrap it up now and it's like yo they just <laughs> probably would have went hard for another half hour Facts. or you might have done this or that but like you know it's very easy to get distracted and get off track because like making that first step is the hardest part of anything especially when you haven't been doing it at all if you're trying to jump into something new that being eating healthy that being working out and you have not done it at all you can you know maybe you're active maybe you you know you run a little bit maybe you ride your bike little things that like normal people do you're not obese but working out and like eating healthy like consciously bro is difficult as fuck to start once you start it yes it's hard to maintain it keep going but the motivation going tremendous start difficulty is like it's a wall bro and getting over that wall you know you you started you started you can't unstart yeah you might stop doing it but you at least start you do made that first step and it might be easier to go back to now that you started something you know, you may, can't do it for one day and say you started, but, but again, say you work out for a week and then you'd be, oh, I took a week off. But I can go back and do what I did that one time. I know I can do that. And then build off of that, you know, and, so do, do with what and, you know you can do and then build off of it. And the points that we just made, you can apply to everything you just said. Speak kindly to yourself, give yourself rewards, make it in small chunks so it's realistic and have a support yeah. network and accountability support network, which we've been saying this entire episode like casey thank you for having this conversation with me you know it, bro. i, I love you i do gotta I, get going i need i needed to hear this yes i know dude i trust me i'm we talked for like three hours man holy shit yeah, this is good shit man um again I, could, I mean if i didn't have obligations i could sit here and talk to you for another three hours sean you're no, that type of you're guy. gonna you're gonna be back here for another three hours very soon because this Yo, conversation casey isn't i'm done. staying the night bro we, we talk I, until this comes up i'm gonna hold you accountable for some of the things i heard today now i'm not gonna beat you up and be a dick or be mean but i'm gonna be supportive i'm gonna listen yes, i'm gonna find you're out you're a friend you're close enough to me now. that i can take your lashings and not take it personally like but it's, it's not about me lashing. i i i i i expect my friends to hold me accountable especially if they know my situation especially if it's something that's you know, more extreme, but even the lighter things like working out and shit. When I come see you, if I'm chunky, like, yo, what the fuck is this, bro? <laughs> no, Dude, I'm not going to fat that. shame. You know no, what I mean? We're no, not I'm not fat shame. I'm not, I'm not going to be fat, but you know what I mean? If I come out, yeah. it's like, oh, I've been working out. And then I see you like, bro, you haven't been working out. I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> I expect that from a friend. You know, it's razzing. It's getting that more like, all right, fine. Let's do 20 pushups right now. Yeah, and then right. we start doing it. And the, you know, bro, that kind of shit is how I bounce off of people like bro like i'm close when i get close enough to you i'll fuck with you and i expect to be you know kind of do the same thing yes, back all in good fun with certain levels yes yeah yes. you know what i mean always to a level it's never like malicious or malice but you know what i mean but i feel close enough to you even though i've only i don't even know i met you in person right yeah of course like, we, went, I, we went we went to the the, the cement factory. oh yeah we went to the quarry duh I'm, i yeah. i so much shit. i i knew we did i just couldn't put picture <laughs> where it was but we talked so uh, much that it's like dude i feel like i just like fucking we hang out all the time but it's well, just to be fair right like now. the both all the times i've seen you we've had like six hour conversations so we've been able to knock out that is true. 10 years of we've friendship been together <laughs> in like talk to you more than i talked to a lot of fucking time but that's the beauty that's of, amongst friends that's efficient bro that's efficient. the beauty of amongst friends is it doesn't that. matter who you are you're in a safe place you can be vulnerable you can connect you can talk i'm not gonna judge 
if I make jokes or have fun, it's all in good heart. And all in good heart, that's, that's again, not to beat a dead horse, but that is the point. That's the point to this. That's the point to why I'm here. Oh, is... shit. I was going to say something. <laughs> no, no, no. I, just, I, I had something cool to end with. Keep going. Sorry. No, um, no, no. That's it, babe. I just like, like, thank you. Thank you for being here. You're um, very welcome, bro. Thank I'm you. Gonna... Oh, I have, a, I, have a, I have an idea. This is ambitious, okay? And I know, I don't know what it's going to be like weather-wise, but think about this idea, right? Me and you do an outdoor podcast. We start it at 4.30 a.m., 4.20 a.m. to be cool. And we talk as the sun rises. And our conversation, and in the background, we'll make sure where the sun is going to rise will be the background. And we'll just, like, you know, we can bounce, but we'll set up the cameras this whatever way, and we can talk. But as we talk, it'll be dark. We'll have some lights, and then I'm the sun will rise. not going to share this. This is not going on the episode because no one's stealing this fucking idea. So, I know that's a good idea. That's why I was like, "Yo, let's do that." I'm gonna I'm bleep. Down, I'm it. gonna bleep this part out. Yeah. But, oh, you're back. Hello, you're back. Oh, you now. should like be like, "Great idea!" And then, Bleh. I know, right? So that was a great idea. Just wait Casey. for this. Seriously. You know what I mean? Like, wait for it. It's, you'll you'll find out in a in a couple months this amazing idea or something like that. But sh- you know what I mean, bro? I'm dedicated to the fucking art of the craft, bro. I want the fucking good picture. I'm willing to wait until fucking everyone goes to sleep and climb off a mountain at 3 a.m. just to get that one good shot. Like, I am, I want it that bad, bro. That's motivation, I baby. Casey. I fucking want it, dog. Casey, thank you. Um, You're very welcome. Uh, you where, where can people find you um, on your social media outlets? Okay, uh, you? you guys can find me, uh, Casey Millard on Facebook. I see underscore casey on instagram so letter i letter c underscore c-a-s-e-y and that's instagram also you can find me on tiktok at i c casey same spelling i c underscore c-a-s-e-y come follow me on my socials i am trying also i'll have them i'll have them in the description a whole bunch of shit me and my boy sean are going to be doing some cool east coast west coast stuff just you guys wait but um please you know i have I have an ambition that is unquenchable and I am <laughs> dying to be around people that are the same. And you are that my girl is that it's hard to find that bro. Support. It's fucking hard. It's and then to make that person your friend, you can find a motivated person, but that person is some random guy for one of your friends to be like that. It's hard, bro. Support. I'm like, dude, we got it, dog. I support <laughs> you and I love you. And I thank you for having yeah. me, man. I got to go. You have yes. a good night. Tell yes. us, set one up, and I will see you guys in like a month. Yeah, uh, we'll be here. Yo, have fun. Be safe when you go down the road, for real. Of course, of course, of course. Of course. Have a good Casey. time, dude. Thank you so much, baby. I love you, bro. Peace. Have a good night. <laughs> have a good night.